Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show today, I have the creator and some of the cast of the upcoming web series, Airmen. I have Xanthi. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this right. <laughs> Xanthi Pajarillo. Yes. Blue Lindsay and Jason Barlaan. That's right. I got both A's in there for you. Yes, but. <laughs> Thank you so much. And making his uh, unprecedented six unprecedented sixth appearance on the show, Berto Ponce. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to walk that far. You live here now. So, <laughs> and JPG on sound. Armenta is uh, out today. Yeah, it's real weird that I was on sound today. <laughs> <laughs> but Xanthi uh, and her crew was kind enough to come in here and talk about the new web series coming out. Xanthi, thank you so much. For talking about the uh, airman and thank you guys for sharing your experiences this was uh something i've always wanted to do on the show and it was just i was just glad to listen to all your stories um xanthi where can they find the show or where can they find you and can you where can they find mm-hmm. the show okay so you can find the show at airmantv.com it's a-i-r-m-e-n-t-v.com our social media is airman web series on instagram airman tv on twitter and facebook and my website is just my first and last name xanthi pajarillo x-a-n-t-h-e-p-a-j-a-r-i-l-l-o.com <laughs> that's why i was like i gotta make sure i get this right <laughs> uh blue where can they find you well mine is just blue with no e <laughs> <laughs> Cause that was a, that was I can't even remember how to I, she's my director and I can't say it right. <laughs> um, so blue ent family um, on Instagram, holla at me there. Uh, there's a Patreon that I'm a part of. It's called Thank God It's Funny. I would love to see you all there. Um, it's five dollars a month to help other artists, or if you're an artist, a comedian, you can get around. Um, it's going to be like an international booking thing for comedians. Awesome. And Jason, where can they find you? You can just put my name in your search engine, Jason Barla on. Put in YouTube if you dare, and you will not be disappointed. <laughs> if you get to the end of the show, you'll oh see why. <laughs> uh, or, if or if you're feeling brave, do it right now. That's right. Go ahead. We'll wait. No. Uh, Berto, anything to plug? Yes, Chris Wolf, Patreon. Shout out <laughs> to Chris Wolf. Yeah, patreon.com slash wolf in Japan. Room to Improv uh, has their next show on Friday, October 5th at the Secret Rose in North Hollywood. Uh, the Seagersome Center for the Arts is having uh, an event called The Center Salutes the Troops on November 11th. Uh, and there will be an airman presence there. And on behalf of uh, David Armenta, since he's not here, please consider donating blood and platelets. It's important to him, so it's important to me. Oh, Berto, what a goddamn sweetheart. No, that was so nice. I know. <laughs> JPG, how are you um, going to follow that? I don't even know. Well, <laughs> I'm, the, I, I'm JPG. I'm the owner of the Geek Say What Network. Uh, please like everything and tell your friends about us because, good Lord, I want to do this for the rest of my life and let me do this full time. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And please check out the G, uh, the Geek Offensive's uh, Instagram as well. It's just at Geek Offensive. And we're also, uh, same thing on Facebook. 
Uh, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network, and we have a few other shows um, on it. Our sister shows include Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, our bi-monthly trivia podcast, Geek KO, and these upcoming Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by uh, Gemma Vidal and Alex Gallet. That'll be out soon. And down the road, we will have a uh, RPG, RP Geek allegories. RP Geek, okay. Yeah, it's bringing stories to, uh, bringing stories that matter to the table. Yeah, we're gonna get the media on that role now. Yeah, I'm. All, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I I have a bunch of emails to send out, you hosts and all that stuff. So don't worry, you'll you'll have a nice way to say it. Great, more emails. <laughs> what RPGs Thanks. are being played? Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions. You can find them at wayland.ws. They share the space with us, uh, let us use the equipment, and they help us sound great. Uh, find them at wayland.ws, and please support their audio drama, which is now available on Alpha. It's called We're Live Frontier. Next shout out goes to our apparel sponsor, jordandene.com. Uh, it's jordandene.com. Jordan is a host, a uh, geek apparel store out of brooklyn new york she's eco-friendly helps you look nerdy and if you shop with the promo code geek say what you get 20 percent off your next purchase so buy a shirt you heathens lastly big shout out to marley rosner for doing all the original music for the network um he still doesn't have a website for some reason but if you're a student at cal state fullerton you can sign up for his class um and rate them on rate my professor um and i believe that's it xanthi blue jason thank you again so much for doing this um i can't wait for everyone to hear your stories and to see the show so please again um when the show comes out uh just let us know we'll blast it on all our social media thank you so much yeah uh don't forget to rate comment and subscribe cue my music Hold it. Are you the cousin that went with us to that wrestling show? In- oh, my yes. God. I was like, I thought you looked familiar. Oh, okay. Well, good to see you again. Yeah, same. <laughs> that was a fun show. My first wrestling show ever. That was mine, too. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. So, wait a minute. So, you and Berto are related. So, how did how was that your first wrestling show? He just invited me because uh, I told him I was interested in wrestling. Uh-huh. And he was like, "There's." he always goes, apparently. So I just hopped along because I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Damn it, he got me too. <laughs> By the way, it's like his sixth time here at the show. He's be- he's setting the record for most appearances on the show <laughs> in one year. I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you made that sound got, real creepy. He's got nowhere to go, guys. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. Actually, is there a way to turn it down just a little? Which one is mine? Just a little bit. That's you. I'm going to turn that down. Okay, Good. cool. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, just let me know if you guys need anything else. Um, but uh, no, you. thank you for coming in and you brought a couple of friends with you. Oh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh, cheers. 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 <laughs> cheers. <laughs> there it is. Uh, you, um, you're the creator of the Airmen web series that's set to premiere 
Well, as of this recording, it's only like a day or two away, right? Oh, premiere. Oh, no. No. Um, we just uh, closed <laughs> you hit- up the crowdfunding. That's what that's it was. What, yes. Okay. <laughs> Still, that's a huge accomplishment. Oh, thank you. And you've brought uh, Blue Lindsay. Hello. And Jason Barlaan. There we go. See, we got two A's in there right now. Yes. We got, we got you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, but thank you all for coming out. Uh, um, uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, but uh, no, Xanthi, you've uh, created this I, again. I was researching it this week. It sounds like a very interesting um, concept. Um, some people would probably compare it to Mash, but uh, let's. I'll let you go into it. What 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 is the series and what is it about? Okay. Well, the series is um, it follows a group of junior enlisted airmen, which is Blue and Jason, and it's well, called Airmen. Yes, right. it's called Airman. Well, um, Jason's character is Lieutenant Anders, who's he's actually the only officer within the group, and Blue is Senior Airman Bates. So basically, it follows the lives during peacetime operations. So instead of most military films focuses on the wartime aspect, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be about the people and what they do, like their daily lives and jobs. Oh, okay. Now, what sets this apart from, like, your average, like, network sitcom or MASH even is something very interesting. Everyone in the sh- in the cast is a veteran. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so that already is going to pull me in. It's like, okay, this is what it's really going to be like, right? I don't recall of any other projects doing something like this. Um, well, I mean, okay, how did you all get involved with the project? Obviously, you started it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blue, how did you come aboard? Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember where you where, where Xanthi found me. I think it was on VF. Yeah, VFT? it's called VME now, Veterans yeah. in Media and Entertainment. So I, I found like a few of the actors through there um, uh-huh. for when I was doing auditions. So Blue is on there, his profile. Wait, is that just like a... Like a, a service or a... It's like an organization. So I, I got out of the military in, what, like 2013? Mm-hmm. And I found this organization in 2015, I think. So it was two years after. But when I found them, it was really cool to be able to talk to people about, like, military stuff. But also, like, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you go to other actors, it felt like, well... I'm acting out here, but it'd be kind of cool to like relate to my my recent past because it was more recent for me at the time, right? When I was pursuing so um, VF VFT at the time, Veterans of Film and Television, VME now, Veterans in Media Entertainment. Um, I found them. She found me on there, and the first audition was really really cool because Xanthi is a uh, really good at auditioning actors, and then uh, Jason. Hey, he's bundled yes. up right now. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little cold in the studio. Guys. Eskimo with a shirt. <laughs> yes. How, how did you? How did you come across the project? Was it through the same organization? No, actually, me and Xanthi came from the same alma mater, uh, Cal Arts, out in uh, Santa Clarita. Oh shit! Okay. And we were buddy and close with actually the school nurse, Nurse Audrey. And uh, my time there, I came before Xanthi. Really cool, the nurse. I graduated, and then I get an email from Xanthi, and she was like, do you want to audition for this project? And I was like, yeah, because I was really close with the nurse. Went in, and uh, yeah, she was great at auditioning actors, and I'm like, I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that she's she's a veteran. You got a question from the booth. So, uh, 
Blue, Jason, you guys both mentioned that Xanthi was very good at uh, at, at auditioning actors. What? Yeah, what makes yeah. her different? Yeah, like because you guys are making it sound kind of creepy, right? Well, no, other <laughs> other guys. other directors are just really horrible at. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, so as a as an actor, like when you, well, when, I don't know what y'all think about when y'all think about actor, but. We like to have fun doing roles. <laughs> so some directors, they're, they're so into like, this is what I want this role to be. Right. So they're, they're just kind they're of barking sh- orders. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, I just left from barking orders, yeah. first of all. <laughs> and then, so she was really um, open to letting the actor just kind of bring the character to life without it feeling like, I need it to be this way. But we, she still had us connect to what she wanted. So that was really mm-hmm. cool. Okay. It was like a tennis match back and forth. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, Xanthi, like, uh, I mean, you're obviously going for a little authenticity here, but, uh, I mean, is this based on any set story? Is this, like, um, completely fiction? What, what are we going for here? It's a mix of both. Like, some of the stories are based on my experiences or my coworkers, and then the stories that I hear. But, um, yeah, I wanted to show the real-life aspect of the Air Force and um, not the commercials that they like to display of people jumping out of planes all the time. I also remember one from the Marines where the guy like fought a lava monster with a sword. You guys remember that one? <laughs> that's 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 what it was when I was in high school. I don't know how far <laughs> military commercials have come. <laughs> Did you fight lava monsters, Jason? Uh. No comment. Uh, but <laughs> Damn. <obviously>, wait a minute. <laughs> obviously, if Jason fought lava monsters, he wouldn't be able to say it on this podcast. <laughs> God damn it. All right, folks, you're going to miss the coolest podcast after this. <laughs> the stuff we can't say. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I. That's what it was like when I was in high school. Um, but uh, obviously, I don't think that's what the show is going to be. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to be more like Slice of Life um, at the base, which is... From my understanding, at least from what I can tell from the general population, that's something like a lot of people don't tend to think about. Like they think like you're either uh, at home or you're off fighting something, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I mean, so could you go? Could you guys uh, feel free? Everyone feel free to chime in. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, what is the? Uh, I guess your off time like when you're on, living on base. Yes, I, I feel like you all have stories. I just want to let you know this is a safe space. You can feel right. free to elaborate. Okay. Jason's going first. We're not. We're not going to censor anything, so don't worry. I'm swinging to the fence, man. As a Marine, please do. I was both an enlisted man and an officer. So as an officer, if people don't know, you have to have a certain decor. You have to have a certain carry yourself a certain way because you're an executive basically right. in a company yeah you gotta set, set an example so say an enlisted person comes by you can't really be inappropriate but then you go into the office with the other officer buddies and you just play the dude would you do her you know <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they're like we're totally do her but we couldn't say that or we'd totally be court martialed <laughs> <laughs> Jason how often was that answer no it was basically zero right uh, it did. You had to be careful who you're talking to. Like, if you trusted your officer buddies, you could totally be like, "Yeah, dude, I totally bang her." Like, when's, when's, when's her EAS, dude? Like, when does she get out? Like, where's she from? And you start taking notes. Uh, but all you know, like when you're out 
in the field and you got you know you gotta be i was a well-decorated officer you know pat myself on the back but dude behind closed doors we we're taking notes see but you're still a dude like you're still a guy like i think that's i'm guessing that's what you're going for on the show like um, yeah absolutely. Th- to me stuff like that is way more humanizing than um obviously you know showing veterans after a war or during is what's popular and gets on screen but um, showing stuff like that, I, I, it's a piece that doesn't seem to be out there mm-hmm. for the public to ingest. Yeah, if that makes sense. Definitely, that's yeah. the whole goal of the show. And um, even with the characters themselves, I wanted to show the diversity because there's a lot of um, you know Caucasian like military characters. So wanted to have people of color, but also um, like Bates is a gay airman, so he's mm-hmm. in a long distance relationship. Like Airman McGat. Chloe Mondesir's character is black Filipino and um, the security office uh, security forces uh, character uh, Brandon Alonze he's uh, Mormon and then of course Jason Jason's character is Filipino and so wanted to show all types of people yeah I think that's probably the biggest lesson I think the public could really take from the military like I, I feel like the idea of so many different types of people coming together under one cause and pretty cool yeah i feel like that's something again doesn't get shown a lot unless it's in like the heat of battle or something mm. yeah it doesn't actually show you all getting along which yeah. is i think what we need more in this country right now mm, absolutely yeah no i agree yeah but I'm from chicago like a little here's here's what's crazy when i okay. joined the military well actually after i went to wisconsin so here's a little history about me, just for about like five seconds. Please, Chicago. No, we, it's a long form show. You got more than five seconds, like, bro. Like, <laughs> done. So, from Chicago, you don't learn very much diversity unless your family has diversity in it. It's mm. like whatever side you're on. Like there's, there's. I didn't know white people was in Chicago until a certain age, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but my mom, she moved to Wisconsin when I was nine. So I got, I, I got like a good half and half before I joined the military. Okay, right. I joined at seventeen, so oh, it's wow. literally like almost like it's like in the middle. And then I, I go to Wisconsin, literally the only black family in this town, like in the whole town. <laughs> so that was an experience for me. But then you join the military and you're like. There's so many freaking people here. <laughs> I didn't even know there was this many damn people in the like. <laughs> I don't even know half the Asian races. That's, yeah, you're like, you know what the I'm saying? hell's a Laotian? What? What, <laughs> what, you know, what, the, what is going You know, so it, it is. It is refreshing, though, especially coming from like um, a place where you don't see a lot of it. You know, it's like, oh, we. There's actually a lot of variations of us, mm-hmm. and we should. Um, I I feel like we should acknowledge it at least. But thank you for saying that. I just want to share that experience because it it was a real mind blowing thing for me. But then just hitting on the slice of life, like we are people. Mm-hmm. I still found people who were racist, like in my battalion. Yeah, they're gonna be <laughs> everywhere, unfortunately. You know, so yeah. it's life. Life is life. That's mm-hmm. why I really like what Xanthi's doing too. Our first episode was pretty fun. See, that's a fascinating dynamic because <laughs> you have to have this regular, you know relationships between people but under the umbrella of like oh we could be deployed at some at one point yeah oh wow okay so were you all in the military around the same time or was it uh let's see well i was in 2007 to 2012 okay and were you marines also or oh no air force air force Mm -hmm. okay and uh 
And you were Marines from? 5 to 11. 5 um, to 11. So, yeah. Okay. And then? Mine was 6 to 13. 2006 to 13. Oh, okay. And uh, back to that uh, that group, that organization you used to like recruit. Is that like, mm-hmm. was that, how long has that been going on? Because I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, VME? Yeah. How long have they been? They've been around, like when, when I first went, I think in 2015, they were around for two years. Okay. So pretty recent. Yeah. yeah 2013. Yeah. They're great though. They, they host like a workshops for veterans, like relating to film mm-hmm. and um, sometimes comedy, improv stuff. It's really cool. I met Stan Lee there. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> he's just hanging out. Like he's just doing a cameo on a, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> I don't want to put that out and just not say nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. it. I just met Stan. No, <laughs> it was so cool. Like they just have opportunities to speak to industry people and, um, I'm not saying that veterans are like um, in the spotlight a little bit. I do feel like we're kind of in the spotlight a little bit, so I'm I'm, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. <laughs> like hire me. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was just a really cool relationship in there. This this lady who was in v, VME, she just she just had a relationship with Stan Lee, and he was she just asked him to come by. Oh wow! <laughs> he came wow. by and talked about how you know they're different from DC. <laughs> it's like our movies don't suck yeah. <laughs> I was going to say oh you mean that they're actually putting out great films? no comment <laughs> well I gotta ask this um, I don't come across the veteran actor combination a lot were you, were you actors beforehand were you interested before serving or after like how did uh, we'll start with you Jason like how did you arrive to that combination Man, honestly, I was a stereotypical Asian and um, straight A's. I was I was teaching the math class in high school. Nothing no wrong shit. with that. <laughs> it's just great, and, you know. And then I uh, went to college, and then it didn't work. Like all those one-on-one classes, like, dude, I'm not digging this. I don't want to be stuck in a box my whole life. And then I took an acting elective, and the teacher who was hot, she was like, Jason, you have my a, man. You have you have a bug. <laughs> she was a grad student, man. <laughs> oh, my wife's older than me too, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't deal with the young bucks. I need a mature woman. Anyway, you need someone with experience. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that she knows what she wants. Teach so. me something. Yeah. That's oh my God. Get off me, make me a sandwich, kind of woman. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> sorry, it's late. That was like the weirdest way to tell your wife that you love her. <laughs> oh, by the way, hey, I love you. she, no, she <laughs> he appreciates her. She's telling me that she. She definitely is the alpha in the family. Um, <laughs> I love it. So anyway, where was I? Oh, acting, yeah, how, acting elective. <laughs> I knew nothing. I knew nothing about acting, but I was just this outgoing person, as you can tell. And then she was just like, you should try out for the acting program. And I did. They they um, casted me. They kept me in the program for three years. I graduated with a bachelor's in acting. And then it's 2005. Oh, wow. And it's we're in war, like kinetic Iraq, the whole nine. And twenty-one-year-old Jason's like, "Fuck it, let's join the Marines." <laughs> Whoa! Uh, <laughs> I was not scared about it. I was I was scared when I was in it. And now in well, hindsight, yeah, I'm anyone like, would. <laughs> I'm in hindsight. Yeah, I got my shirt over my head. Like I'm kind of loony, but it's all good, man. <laughs> I got my master's in acting, and then I tried out 
the business, quote unquote, and it sucks. Thank you for Crazy Rich Asians because now there's more like <laughs> we're like on the map for now. You know, shout out to Sandra O oh getting nominated the other night at the Emmys. You know, because she but, listens. What's up, Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> Someday she will. <laughs> but I love it because it's liberating. You know, it, it gets you confident and comfortable within your skin. And you meet it's so diverse acting when I was in school, all up and down. Same in the military, too. And I'm a teacher, so it's like every network I've been involved with is super diverse. And it's, I think it's a great way to see the world. I mean, you said you didn't want to be stuck in a box. It definitely sounds like you are not stuck in any box. <laughs> no, man. Like, they can have their six-digit salaries. I love what I do, you know, and I found great value. Obviously, look look where we are now. Yeah. Uh, table full of diverse people. Yeah, I find that happens with a lot of people who were kind of especially with Asian Americans who are like streamlined into like you have to be good at academics and nothing else. Like once they have a chance at freedom, they go for it. Because it looks like in the span of a couple of years, you said like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to go to the Marines. You just kind of like went full (laughs) speed ahead. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because I'm married with kids now and my wife's like, dude, you got to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, like you can't be background extra i am a background extra on swat on cbs airing next month but make a sandwich first <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, dude, house gotta be clean you know like you know it, there's a bit of a reality check in in the business that we're in but mm-hmm. it's it's all good it, it seems to work out so far okay xanthi so i don't know if you're you do is it just are you on the creative side are you in front of the camera too um how do you oh. arrive at entertainment slash she has a mcdonald commercial <laughs> What? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh you got to plug that. You got to. my hopes up. Because we'll find it, or Berta will find it. Like, Xanthi he did, did it with our last guest, so. She did go viral. But I'll, yeah, let, did, I'll let Xanthi. Okay, well, so yeah, I, please. I didn't even know that? until later. I was like, what? <laughs> like, it was so awesome. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was a very weird experience. Um, so, basically, in um, 2015, I, um, so, background, actually, was backup my family mm-hmm. and i love the mccrib like it's a thing like we love the mccrib <laughs> okay and, yeah and so like um you know i grew up in germany so they have the mccrib year round there mm-hmm. and so when we moved to the germany US, doing it right what the <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well my dad was in the army so uh, okay yeah but um so when we moved to the u.s we realized that mccrib is only here like during thanksgiving so we kind of made it a thing. So we're like, okay, every Thanksgiving we'll have it, you know. By the way, I didn't even know that. I just thought it showed up randomly. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. for <laughs> She knows the exact time. I had no idea, but thanks. Yeah. It's like November 27th. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, um, so basically there was a time like during 2015 when it was like really stressful for my family. My dad was in Iraq and for some reason McDonald's decides they're not going to bring the McCrib back. And I'm like, okay, this is not okay. <laughs> Obviously. And so, yeah, basically I went to the city council and I was like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a big leap. Hold on. You caught me off guard there. <laughs> so you went from, oh, we're, we're not going to do the McRib anymore to city council meeting. Yes. Okay. I because, just, I'm making sure I heard you right. Okay. Yeah. Well. I didn't go there because I felt like it was the right place to go to, but I know because um, before that I was sending like 
like letters and calling McDonald's and they would just pass it off like yeah yeah whatever you know like this crazy person so basically I'm like I want to think outside the box to get things done right so I okay. went to city council and apparently somebody had recorded it and uploaded it onto YouTube and then it kind of went viral on Facebook and <laughs> It was that it was just crazy. So yeah. what year was this? Twenty fifteen. Oh my god. You can look it up. Oh, we're totally it's looking amazing. this up. <laughs> so somebody in the booth looked that up. <laughs> um But you can finish. Oh, okay. So you're campaigning for the McRib. <laughs> what would the keywords even be for this on YouTube? Uh, do you remember like what the, how the speech started? Like how do you Like how it started? Yeah. Like what I said? Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't remember. I just know that I was like there on a mission to okay. like, say what I wanted to say. And what what is the council's response? They were the- just staring at me, <laughs> like uh, probably not sure what to say. Justin, <laughs> yeah, Mick Rib Girl at Santa Clarita Council, eleven twenty four, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, is this so? This is after you served. Before yes. is after yeah. you served. Oh, she's got that determination already. Then it's like, no, 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 no. You, you owe this to me. <laughs> this, the country owes this to me. <laughs> Zanthi oh, gets man. things done. Oh my god! Actually, that makes a ton of sense now. Okay. <laughs> it's like that screw military th- training. Exactly. I'm not gonna sit crib. around my ass while they stop serving me the McRib. This is bullshit. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, so were you in entertainment before that, or this is, um, or were the, was military and entertainment like completely separate? I mean, I've always loved film ever since I was young. So, but I was more focused on music growing up. Like I wanted to be a musician. So, like filmmaking didn't come seriously until my second year at Cal Arts. So that was probably okay. Like, so it was at Cal Arts as all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you both of you at Cal Arts kind of like went down that route. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, so okay, you you're doing that at Cal Arts, and then what what leads you to the military? Because oh. it sounds like Jason just went like, "Fuck it, let's do this." Oh, was okay. it the same kind of oh, thing, or so for me? You were at the same meeting, and then <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were so- both at lunch, and we were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's go." <laughs> no, but, um. No, it was like a very last minute thing. So I was in high school, ready to go to art school, mm-hmm. and I was going to study photography. I really wanted to be a film still photographer. Okay. So last minute, this Air Force recruiter comes to my lunchroom, and I'm like, hmm, let's see. I just want to check it out. And then scheduled a meeting with the recruiter, and I just thought, okay, this sounds pretty cool. Like, it's something larger than myself and has a lot of good benefits. So just, I'm going to join. That was it. Whoa! <laughs> did your dad's like because your dad was in the army? So did yeah. did that have a factor in it, or it was just all your decision? Not, not in the decision, but he did when he found out. He was definitely like, "Do not join the army." Oh, okay. But he was fine with you serving. Oh, absolutely. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what was it about the army? <laughs> just, Is there some I should wait? Or <laughs> some I should know? <laughs> it's just that. Um, well, the Air Force has like the highest quality of life. So, okay. I mean, that can also be a tribute to like we're also viewed as like the chair force, like right. But, mm-hmm. 
It sounds like Blue has something to say okay. about that. <laughs> no. You guys just live very comfortably. <laughs> they get paid to live on anybody else's base that is not an Air Force base. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I went to a, what was it, an Army or Marine base? And I was like, it's basically cinder blocks. So I get why. <laughs> the beds are cinder blocks. The buildings are cinder blocks. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> But no, um, was that, I, I'm not going to, are you done oh, with your? It, it just reminded me of this story. I, I was talking to uh, a Marine before mm-hmm. and they said when they were deployed, they're all like carrying their rucksacks and they're like, okay, we're almost to our like resting place. And then they see a building and the pool and they're like, oh, then those are Air Force people. And they end up sleeping in like a ditch or something. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, sorry guys. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, go figure. He's like, damn it, Xanthi, what the fuck? He's like, <laughs> like a pool? Man. It's all good, though, man, because I think one sniper said it best, uh, you know, all of us, we sign a blank check up to, you know, including our life. So, because you never know where they're going to send your ass. Right. And if you're if you're riding a desk out in Iraq, guess what? They still shoot mortars there. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So it's like, and people don't know that back at home. They always want to be the, like Santhi said, the the service member in the movies. But do you get shot up all day over there, man? And, you know, it, it is what it is. It's what yeah, you're if you're in a for. tough area, it's just yeah. going to happen no matter what. No matter what branch you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and, and then you get back. Um, did you have the idea for Airmen already? Or um, what, how did how did you arrive to that? Um, okay, so there was this contest that NBC was running for sitcoms, and I was thinking, okay, what kind of like idea that's unique that I can bring? And so I thought of like, well, you know what? I just came out of the Air Force, and I don't see any of the stories that I can really relate with. So right. that's kind of how I started thinking. Because they're about writing it. for the schmuck walking around on the street, not for you know something not something authentic yeah absolutely yeah. and yeah since you mentioned authenticity uh <laughs> i actually tried to get the support of the official air force they have an entertainment liaison mm-hmm. and so i sent all the scripts and they were like um no sorry you know this represents the air force in a negative light oh, and i said on. not at all it's this is like real life it's not of course a recruitment tool but I think you need to get to schedule another city council meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Just get this shit done. <laughs> if, Just, you, if you could mention the McRib again, that would be great, though. Oh no, that's how they get. That's how you sneak in. You're like, oh, it's this chick t- talking about the McRib oh. again. Nope, <laughs> airman. Nope. Actually, <laughs> but if the McRib could come back, that'd be great too. But anyway, <laughs> little side note. Yeah. <laughs> Well then, blue. Then how did you again? How how was your? How did you arrive at this combination? Intertwined nation. So it was intertwined from the start. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was. Like I said, I, I'm from the Midwest, so mm-hmm. being an actor isn't like something that we just think about every day. Well, we dream about it, but we, we're not like I can actually do it. <laughs> so what happened with me was. A recruiter came to my school. I was telling her on the way here, I was the easiest recruiter ever. <laughs> the recruitee ever. <laughs> there was just this guy. He had a booth at my school. 
my high school and he was just like yo what you doing after high school i was like i don't know supporting a family like everybody else i assume <laughs> and he was like well you look kind of fit do you like school do you like to travel and i was like yeah so he showed me a brochure and it was a brochure of a black guy a white guy and some asian dude playing basketball on a boat shit looked cool and he was like you go to school and travel <laughs> i told him this is the time where cell phones weren't big just house phones was around that's what i was telling her i was like if you call me then I'll do this military stuff. Literally, I didn't know even know I didn't know what the military was at seventeen, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, it's a it's a nine to five job. Wow. Okay. That so place. that's so that's that's what you were thinking when you signed up. Yes. Oh wow. And they bothered not to tell you <laughs> until you got there. I never asked. This is why I was the easiest <laughs> person. I never asked any questions after he actually called oh they must have loved you (laughs) oh he doesn't ask anything great (laughs) how were you not kidnapped (laughs) i I, I don't know because like all this dude dude was saying was like hey you look real fit do you want to get into this van full of candy and that was it (laughs) i literally had to take a a slip to my mom to get her to sign it because i was 17 yeah so when I gave it to her, that was the first time that I should have realized it wasn't a nine to five. But nope, still didn't. She saw it and was like, "My baby's going to the navy." And I was like, "Oh, what, what is that? <laughs> What's wrong with this lady? What's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a job, ma. Yeah, they back. just yeah they, they bring us back and yeah at five nope. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So in high school, this is when I first got introduced to acting, though. So in high school, I did a couple like acting uh, tournaments, and I only got involved in that because wait, acting tournament? Like yes. The, wait, what's an act? I've never heard of an acting tournament. It was like me either until that time. <laughs> Shit. Um, I moved around a lot from Chicago to Wisconsin. We moved around a lot. When I mm-hmm. got to Wisconsin, we went to. The English teacher was the same as the drama teacher, right? So I was in English, and they were like, you need an elective. (laughs) And he was like, you should do drama, Blue. Okay. And I was like, all right. So I go to drama. That's when I met a bunch of weird kids. Get an easy recruiter. (laughs) (laughs) All day. Like, I am. He's like, just do it. I'm like, all right, fine. (laughs) So I go to this thing, and I was like, oh, this acting shit is cool. (laughs) Like, this is fun. So... That happened, and then through drama class, that's when we started doing acting tournaments, which is like you could do a monologue or a a scene or like do oh, a debate okay. or things like this. And we went to cities, to states, to nationals, you know. So me and my boy, we went to we went to nationals, oh, <laughs> and we <wow>. placed third. <laughs> oh, that's and I was crazy. like, oh, I can actually do this shit. <laughs> so you're just performing like a monologue in front of a bunch of judges. Me and his was a scene. Oh, it was a scene in front of judges. But other people do monologues. Me and his. Okay. Was just a scene. He, my, he was just like, "Hey, you, you good at acting, Blue?" Like the, the teacher. I was like, "All right, fine, I'll do this." Um, so I did that, and then I had no idea I was going to come out here and, and and start pursuing acting. Literally, I joined the military. That story, mm-hmm. right? my mom. Right. right. I joined. I got out to California, and then I Googled acting classes. Oh, uh, what year was this? This, is this was two thousand um, six. 2006. Oh, you've been at it for a while. Yeah. So yeah. I, I Googled acting classes. I went to this one place called Junkus Blanca. <clears throat> don't. Huh? Actors, don't do it. Oh. <laughs> was the, When you walked you. in, was there a couch like that one in the... No. Listen, my man. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen, <laughs> I'm an acting coach now. Okay. <laughs> I just have to tell everybody there's things out there called scams sometimes. That's it. That's it. I got some dope relationships from it, though. Okay. I will say that. But if you don't get dope relationships from it, you just lost a lot of money. <laughs> well, yeah, I Did figured. you say John Casablancas? Yes. The, the model agency? Yes. Oh, you worked on there, or you yeah. studied? Oh, that's crazy! Oh. I was an oh. actor and a model back in the day. Oh. See him on the runway. That's cool. crazy. Well, I watched the documentary about him recently. That's really? Right. Yeah. Who Who is this guy? He's like a. He created um. Is it Elite Modeling Agency? He basically created the idea of Jason's a laughing about model it. superstar. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. But that's where mine started. Mine started in school. Technically, I joined the military, and I just Googled acting classes so whenever I wasn't on deployment or training because I'm a CB mm-hmm. which is like I went to Afghanistan a couple times <laughs> so in the Navy you're like you're on a boat I was never on a boat oh never touched a boat <laughs> see I wouldn't have known that had you not told me <laughs> never was on a boat I was on a boat once as a like a field trip <laughs> they were like they're like any CBs want to go on a boat <laughs> and we're like yeah wait and we're near water <laughs> and of course you said yes blue no, you know it bro this is the one thing i've learned from blue all night tonight. he's just like, down to do stuff if like you ask him to do it he will do it with the most enthusiasm <laughs> that you can give to him damn it that's true <laughs> I'm just down like it's just if it's an experience, yo, let's just let's just have the experience real quick. Right. Um, so that's what that's where it started for me. It started at high school. I never knew that I was gonna actually act out here. I Googled acting class, went to John Casablanca and just kinda kept the relationships going. I like relationships. Oh, okay. And then I was in stuff and things. Oh, okay. Wow. That's so right from the military you went into what money people say. My like first this- day out of the military, I was in a play the next day. Damn. I, 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 anytime I didn't have to go on deployment, I just drove to L.A. Oh, wow. That's actually... Wait, drove to L.A. from... From Ventura. Do you know Ventura? Ventura, yeah, yeah. So it's like an hour. So okay, yeah. When I was there, I just blindly just go study acting. <laughs> wow. So you made that decision like when you were still in the military. You are like, I'm going to keep going. I go all in. Wow. Okay. And then I got stationed in San Diego, and I was like, "It's gonna be a little harder because it's more more hours <laughs> to drive." But I didn't care. Anytime I wasn't on like deployment or anything, yeah. I just drove to LA. It was just like, I'm just gonna go to an acting class. I'm gonna go to an acting circle. I'm gonna talk to an actor. I'm gonna talk to an acting coach. So you really do have that much <laughs> downtime when there's nothing going on. No, it just the little to a lot. I, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I was out a lot. Mm-hmm. I was when I wasn't on deployment. I was out here training in some fucking marine base. <laughs> like, and that's how you met. No, <laughs> like the the. I'm, I don't know how much free time people got now, but it was different. Like my my three deployments were different. Even it was the first one was six months, the second one was seven months, the last one was eight months. Oh, okay. And then I was at home for six months one year. We were told we were going to be home for a year, mm-hmm. but then we were at home for six months again. <laughs> so that would have been nice to have that time. Yeah. Been like, but, hey, stuff happened. You got to come back. And even with that six months, you have um, two weeks of training here and then you have a week of training there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it spreads out. Oh, okay. So we got, we got three different branches here. Yep. I mean, uh, and since your show is about the uh, slice of life, like the daily... Um, functions of like a an army base or a, mm-hmm. is it oh, no no air it's air, air force base sorry excuse me mm-hmm. um so 
Well, let's just jump into it then. So, so Jason, when you're at the base and it's nothing's going on, like wh- what is the day life of a Marine base like? Oh man, as an enlisted. I mean, honestly, obviously we got that little bit of a story yeah, at the yeah. beginning, but was what was beyond that? <laughs> it's, I mean, as an enlisted, even as an officer looking at my enlisted Marines, is dangerous because mm-hmm. there's nothing to do, man. And they, <laughs> and those little fuckers, they get so creative and, and it's you, dangerous. You got a bunch of people who are like super fit and like determined and too much sh- testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> In both genders, and it's like, and they're always trying to one-up each other. Oh, boy. You know, and at that age group, the hormones are crazy still. Right, everyone, I keep thinking, like, again, because you see actors portray military folks, so you think it's someone older, but no, it's people who are, like, just out of high school or college. Yeah, Yeah, Marines as advertised, man. I mean, obviously, yeah, there are Marines who like to stay indoors, play games and stuff, and, um, but there's ones who always want to go out. They always want to look for a fight. They're not getting laid. Like, it's all that kind of stuff. As an officer. Like, they need that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. As an officer, it's a true story. Six years I was in, four years as an officer, and I was late once in my whole six years. As an officer, I was late I shit you not two minutes and my unit almost kicked me out of the marine corps that's how oh, wow. scared you are as an officer to get in trouble two minutes two i was zero five oh two i was late for formation and the co chewed my ass out and this was mainly because we were going to afghanistan in the next week but okay yeah it, it was <laughs> you know it wasn't you know it was, it was yeah it was as an officer you're just so scared to get in trouble and uh because there's so much riding on it okay so you have to really you right know, you know but, okay so P's and Q's. What, what are you doing to pass the time when so that's the thing it's like uh as an officer it's like a famous person like can never go out <laughs> i don't know what being famous is like but you know you can't right, go but out. they'll notice of like oh dude jason's at the bar what the fuck yeah you, the oh. eyes are on you oh, i was in san diego and it's like oh lieutenant jason's out lieutenant barlin's out in the town and he's having too much to drink he's mm-hmm. acting you know he's acting out you know he's being aggressive with a woman i couldn't imagine mm being an officer now or a marine now and yeah. just trying to pick up a girl and it's like you you're gonna get in trouble you know because it's just a crazy judicial system in the marines uh, a lot of bullshit so yeah it's scary man downtime was scary, that how man. it was with enlisted after like what was well when they're not like searching for like bodily influence <laughs> yeah it's it's just as a marines it's just every every night Every morning you'd read the report, and every time it's like, did one of yours get busted? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. It'd be little things, you know, being late or smelling like alcohol, not shaving, and then the big ones would come, obviously, on the weekends. Um, well, yeah, obviously. Like. Yeah, and it's just, you're just crossing your fingers. And it got to a point, because I, I went in a time where, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan was very thick, right? and we just want to get deployed because you would be away from the temptation. You know, right. You just yeah. want to like, you actually want to do what you were trained to do. Yeah. yeah. There's a and, lot of that too. Like I said, there's a lot of, uh, alphas 
in the Marine Corps, both male and female, who just literally just want to kill, man. Like right. at that age, a lot from Texas, you know, go Texas, <laughs> <laughs> and they just want to do the Marine stuff, man. It and, sounds like you're more afraid of getting caught than you were being deployed. Yeah, <laughs> as an officer, man. That's why in the top of the show, I was that's like, dude, hilarious. like I have to really trust who I'm saying these things to, you know, because like, dude, that that little Lance Corporal's hot, like. The E3 and I'm an O2. It's like, dude, when did she get out? Like, yeah, it's damn. Awesome. Oh man, <laughs> it's really crazy, man. At least a well-functioning unit will scare the shit out of the officers. <laughs> so it's funny. like you're constantly, constantly being worried about like being told on. Yeah. Oh man. Even though in the military it's called Blue Falcon, which is a rat, no one wants to rat out another brother or sister, whatever you want to call it. But then I was on Osan, South Korea, and that was an Air Force base. Mm-hmm. And I worked with the Air Force for a little bit, and they were totally calling officers by the first name at that unit. <laughs> oh. They were, they're having house parties. <laughs> Air Force <laughs> has a just, different lifestyle. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and they were, they were talking about a house party they just had. And, you know, that was just that unit in South Korea. And I was like, man, that's how you guys do it out here? I'm so jelly. Because <laughs> I was second lieutenant J- uh, Barlin, you know, like kept to myself, threw darts in the room, you know, like couldn't even go out. I was oh, so, so you're at a desk, you're just doing paperwork, and as an officer, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could probably like grab a pizza with my Marines, but that's it, man. Once the alcohol gets out, even if they're of age, I'm gone. Like I don't even fuck with it. Whoa, yeah, you can't drink them. Okay. Yeah, and so then, like, wait, were were you two officers or no enlisted? You're enlisted. enlisted. Okay, so this is. I mean, you're in the Air Force. Jason's saying like, hey, oh. this that was the fun one. I don't know if you have any. <laughs> What's your day to day like oh. at a, at the Air Force base? Well, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause she was the one telling on the. No, she was. <laughs> she was yeah, that's yeah, that sounds super intense because I feel like. In in my Air Force, um, being stationed at Laughlin Air Force Base, um, which is a pretty small base, it's it's Nevada, right? Um, no, no um, Texas, Texas, okay. in Del Rio, it's very lax. Like people show up late all the time. Sometimes your supervisors <laughs> show up late, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, officers are pretty relaxed with you. Um, I remember, I, like, I really liked this lieutenant, and I was like, "Yeah, you should come hang out at the, the club." <laughs> and they were like, "I don't know." Like yeah. I could tell they were like nervous about it, and but I, that was like never a thing for us enlisted people. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, "Yeah, hang out." And um, <laughs> with that voice, yeah. yeah. And um, as far as the, uh, gosh, you reminded me of something that I forgot. But like, definitely, super different lifestyle enlisted versus the officer. Right. At, yeah, as we just heard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, what what's a common thing you would do to pass the time then? It felt very much like. Uh, the college life like at least for me oh, okay. we lived in dorms and yeah very much people trying to sleep together all the time have parties um and um yeah like the the girls that would always be around different rooms would be like the dorm rats mm-hmm. or the stv area like actually my base had an std problem because oh, of, oh. <laughs> heard that from my that public was, health friends. That was the fun base. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a small base with nothing to do that. Yeah, it's this. It's a depressing, really depressing place. 
Well, I mean, I figure, like, again, everyone's been trained, and it's like, well, there's no outlets here for us, so <laughs> might as well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how much um, actual, like, stuff you have, what do you have to do during the day, and then, then how much mm-hmm. downtime do you have? Uh, well, I worked in health service management, so okay. I did a lot of uh, different departments, like outpatient records, IT, um, referral management, commander support staff. So a lot of administrative from like 7.30 till 4.30. Mm-hmm. But then pretty much after that, you just had your regular free time, go clubbing, drink, um, that play video games. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> should have joined the Air Force. Anyway, I should have just joined. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you want to join the Air Force? I heard somebody wanted to. I, that was Jason. It. Oh, okay. Oh no. So I was a... Uh, um, Throughout college, I was actually going like through the pre OCS stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then the recession hit, and I got my I got my uh, my commission taken away. So, um. yeah, so I was all ready and set to go, and then I had to figure out another dream after college. Oh, yeah, and here we are, Geek Say What? Yeah, is- and, the, <laughs> and this is actually around the time that I, that we started Geek Say What as well. Oh. So, um, so if I would have been in the military, uh, you guys wouldn't be on the show. Exactly, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to talk about. We wouldn't be getting to know you. So mm-hmm. it all worked out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, blue. What? I mean, we already got an idea of it since you had time to get into acting. But uh, what? What's a day to day like? The day to day. I'm surprised nobody said it. Like we had a lot of training. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> training? Well, okay. How much? Well, how much of how much of your day is that? Is that the that's is that like, the nine to five? Or? That's like well, one. Yeah, that's why I like what she said. Oh, we, we gotta end at like four, whatever. So it would be from, you do PT, which is just physical training. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that shit. So we wake up super, super early. So from, I would say my day starts like five in the morning. We'll say five in the morning all the way until four to six. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that sounds right. Like and a then long from, day. it is, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Like, so when you have training, sometimes it can, it can go like, well, I was, I was a builder. I'm a builder. So okay. I did construction basically. If you see whatever you can, how to build a house, that was me. Right. Oh, okay. So our training was like going to the field and like, go build this roof. <laughs> sometimes it took all day because you're learning. <laughs> so that, and then training is like, um, we had all types of trainings. I don't know what it's called for you guys. I'm trying to remember what it's called for us. NKO, um, Navy Knowledge Online or something like that. Oh, like the CBTs? Like the computer training? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like domestic violence training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trafficking Wait, training. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, they're, no, the, they're trying to cover their bases on everything. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's what our days were. Because it's like when you actually go out, <laughs> it's like what he's saying. There's so many fucking, like, fr- there's so much free time for you to cheat on your wife. You need to know what, like, adultery is and, like, domestic violence right. is. Because it's like, don't do that. So they can't be like, uh, he didn't <laughs> learn that from us. That was all his exactly. fault. Was, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, training, physical training, all that. So that that's all day, every day, until you get deployed, basically. So then, outside of that, um, it's just it's it's what Xanthi was saying. Whatever you want to do, that's why those are the times when. I know I have to be back at, you know, six in the morning or whatever, but I'm going to I'm going to go to L.A. real quick. So that was a lot of my time. Right. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I went out, but I was I've been focused, I guess. But when when not focused, I've I've seen people 
<laughs> they'll stay around and like go to the gun range. They'll stay around and like you know I went, I've been to the mall a lot. <laughs> I did that. It's like it's basically like it's like college. Just think of college. Uh, okay. When you I'm, first join, you don't you can't live off base. You have to live in the dorm, so to mm-hmm. speak, which is the barracks, mm-hmm. until you get to a certain rank or until you get to a certain um I don't know relationship status. I don't know mm. how it's called, but it was that. And then after you get a certain rank, it's like oh I get the privilege to live off the dorms, <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you a check. They give you a small check so they can help, so you can get help to pay for your apartment. Right. So that was me. I had, a, I have, I have two kids. <laughs> right. So, well, I didn't have two kids when I was in. I had one later, but when I was in, I made a certain amount of rank, and then they was just like, "Yeah, you were gonna give you a check to go off base." So you go off base, and then you just do the same stuff. You have to drive back to base. You just make sure you be there on time. I would have been kicked out of the Marines multiple times, bro. <laughs> like multiple. There was one time. Jason's we like these motherfuckers. <laughs> we were on our way to Afghanistan like that day, <laughs> and I still came late. I was like, "Where's my bus?" <laughs> It was madness. I, I'm too chill. They, they were so mad at like <laughs> they were so mad at that. Out of all my traits, they liked that I was smart. Like I, this is my little rank on my little jacket that I'm wearing right now. That's an E5. Mm-hmm. I was telling Xanthi, I made E5 without studying for the test. I was I'm dyslexic and shit. <laughs> like I was bad at taking tests. I and, guessed on half of it. And E five <laughs> just means uh, it's a certain amount of responsibility rank. That's when you become a oh, real leader. Got it. I got it. Like okay. you're about to be in charge of lives. Like that's building up to like officer status, sort of. The it's it's almost like the equivalent, but they're like he said, more executives. Think of officers as executives. Think of a high enlisted person as a high manager. Okay, I I got you. Right. They get paid more. We do more work. Right. <laughs> and they have to trust you with more. Yeah. We, we, they have to trust us with a lot. Like, yeah. the lives are here. Exactly. The li- Like, it's good to be book smart, but the lives are here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, just go have a life real quick. And just, <laughs> <laughs> if it dies, don't worry. I was like, I'm an E5. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's just, a, you know, a lot of studying. A lot of studying and then you just do free like have your free time it's just it's, it just reminds me of college like all of this is actually making like me more excited for the series because i could see like oh this is where the show is <laughs> right no it, there's plenty of opportunities for like comedic and dramatic uh situations here like oh okay i can't wait for this to come out <laughs> i can't i can say that um i did stand up for two years Oh wow! I tried to do a Afghanistan joke. Mm-hmm. That shit did not work. Oh, the can, life is too real. Can you? Can, can we? You say, yeah. repeat, what was the joke? It was okay. So I was. <laughs> I can't remember the joke, the, the joke exactly, but mm-hmm. I'll summarize it. So there was a time when I was in Afghanistan, and there was a time when the the base was under attack. There was it was under attack, and I was like, I I found the comic relief in my base being attacked right so i tried to (laughs) i tried to bring that light to the civilian audience i was just like you know i can't like i said i can't remember this joke exactly all i do know is everybody laughed after i was like well i guess that's too serious for you motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) but i was like my reality what he said you get bombed all the time yeah 
So out there, you hear like it's like fire alarms to us. It's like in school, you know, when there was a oh, fire so alarm. Oh, so there's a certain level of like it's just like this is just whatever. Like to that point, you get yeah. not like numb to it. Well, kind of numb to it then. A little bit, yeah. right? Because when you, in in school, you never wanted to walk outside when you heard the damn thing. You're mm-hmm. like, man, this is a fake one. Until they yeah. was like, it's a real one. Yeah. So that actually happened to me as well. <laughs> story here <laughs> enter story now right so it is like a fire alarm like it's like ain't, that ain't hit nobody it ain't hit no building or nothing they out there basically um like fireworks the bottle rockets mm-hmm. that's how they set them up to shoot mortars at the base right so the locals out there they want to i'm about to go kill some americans they go all the way far enough because we have tracking devices all right they light their mugs and they just run we can track oh where it's coming from. <laughs> so most of the time, you're like, ah, oh, fire alarm. It's fine. <laughs> it was one time, though. <laughs> it was one time. I'm over there. PSP was out yeah. big at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> PSP. Murdering people. <laughs> killing people. I'm good. <laughs> All right? So these fire alarms happen. I'm like, whatever. But there was one. It happened. Just imagine this whole building shaking. <laughs> during the fire alarm. I was like, all right, y'all, we got to get out. We got to go now. <laughs> we got to go. You're like, let so, me just save real quick. And then you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes it does get closed. But so you, 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 you do have to have that awareness. Like, right. It's not all jokes. But mm-hmm. it does get that way. Like, ah, oh, it's just another alarm. Don't, don't go outside. Yeah, I feel like finding the comedy in any situation, that's just kind of a survival instinct, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you all, you all probably have it to some degree, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. 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 Um, well, okay. So again, all of this is like making me excited for the series now. <laughs> uh, like, I hope that makes it in, Xanthi. I don't. <laughs> well, okay. Zanthi, go into the creative process. So, when you had the idea, mm-hmm. and then how do you get the ball rolling? Like, oh, okay. Um, well, of course, the writing starts, mm-hmm. and um, I knew. I didn't want it to be at wartime, and actually, I've never been deployed anyway, mm-hmm. so I don't have that experience. Right? Is is any is uh, I know the actors are vets, but is mm-hmm. everyone on staff a veteran? No, like okay. the lead cast are veterans, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was another thing I really wanted because I noticed in a lot of military movies, like people would like do things wrong, like they would salute wrong, their uniforms are wrong, all of these mm-hmm. things that would irritate me when I watch movies. <laughs> so I felt like let's cast veterans in their roles. Because, okay. like, for one, it's authentic. Two, it makes my job so much easier. <laughs> where I have to not explain this is how it is, this is how you stand, all of that. Right. They'd so. have to, you know, practice procedure before they do the mm-hmm. scene. Uh, yeah. Now, Xanthi, I I was under the impression that uh, the reason why uniforms are never correct on screen was uh, was specifically like uh, uh, military order uh, orders. I thought because you don't want to um, perfectly. Uh, you don't want to perfectly emulate it because, like, you could actually, like, isn't it, doesn't have to do with, like, mm. stolen valor or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I feel like, from what I've read, most of the mistakes in uniforms are because they didn't have a military advisor on set. Ah. And the Air Force didn't even approve this one, so screw it. We're going to do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I think in that case, I have noticed sometimes the Air Force logo will be different, and I think that's a. Uh, a thing that you're talking about where you can't have official like logos on there sometimes. Actually, now that we're on this subject, do you guys have any pet peeves of when you see like military portrayed in the media? Yo. Where do we, <laughs> yeah, where do we start? Oh man. Okay, let's let's, yeah, let's go around the room. Jason, you got 
I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, no, no, please go. As detail. a Marine, as you could tell, it was very strict. And then the transition, I underestimated the transition to civilian life because everything pissed me off. It really, it pissed me off. The stolen valor thing is like, how dare you? How dare you? And then seven years removed, I realized how nasty I am now as a civilian. You know, I got the dad bod. I'm swearing on... Uh, you know, on this podcast, and it's just, it's a different life. Being a Marine is a, a different life, and you just had to let it go. Like, when I was getting gigs to be uh, put on Army uniform, I couldn't do it. Uh, oh. I would get gigs to be in the Navy, you know, other branches, I couldn't do it. Because oh, I felt I was whoa. being disloyal to my Marine brothers, and it was hard. It was hard to be called soldier because, and the little Marine thing, Whoa. Marines are Marines, soldiers are in the Army, Airmen are in the Air Force, and then sailors in the Navy. Got it. So never call a Marine a soldier. It's It can go very ugly. That's and good to know. Okay. So, yeah, it was really tough, man. Like It's still kind of tough, but now I'm like, whatever. Well, <laughs> like, how long did it take you to get over that a uh, couple of arrests <laughs> oh okay like, seriously it's just how like how did we not lead with this <laughs> yeah <laughs> like let's get into the arrests i know okay can, i'll can. try not to put a downer on it yeah, but yeah. <laughs> i was back from afghanistan 48 hours and my friend thought it was a good idea to uh take me out to a bar I'm like, dude, that's not a good idea. I, I feel like most friends would think that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it was it was splendid. He's like, he kept me in the corner, and literally told his buddies, it was a large group, don't talk to my cousin. You know, he's he didn't tell him I was a marine. Was like, you know, he's just he didn't want to be bothered. Right. So we go okay. outside, go outside. I'm like, All right, cool, I'm ready to go home. There's a homeless man. He asked for change, and I choked him. I choked him. I straight oh, up choked him. It was bad PTSD episode. Everyone was yelling. This is in San Francisco. Everyone was yelling, and my cousin uh, had to grab off of me. He goes, "Why'd you do that?" Because homeless people in Afghanistan don't fucking beg, and I hate how American homeless people beg. It pisses me what off. The heck? It was just it's like this crazy mentality, Holy man. Because for nine months, the homeless people who are also the enemy were very resilient. They didn't complain ever. Never complained, and uh, they're really nice, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, if they're not, you know, enemy. Mm -hmm. So, and then 48 hours, I'm in America, in San Francisco, in downtown, and this guy's like, hey, man, you got some change? I said, fuck you, and I just choked Whoa. him, and I, my, I just blacked out. That's such a, so, but, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's such a huge transition. I can't imagine what that's it's like. Crazy. 48 hours, you're from Afghanistan to, again, you couldn't get more alien with San Francisco. Yeah, I was no. so, so 180. <laughs> Holy shit. So just the last story, like I did some background work on SWAT, which mm -hmm. is a story about SWAT. And there's the a SWAT, TV show or the, the TV movie? show TV on show. CBS. Okay. Um, starring Shamar Moore, that whole thing. And um, there's a SWAT guy on set. And he's and we're both vets. And we're like, dude, there's so much nastiness on the show that you can't correct because the executive producers mm -hmm. and the writers, they have to keep it in to keep you know their advertisers happy. Because if it gets too uh. military, it loses some of that Hollywood juice. So there's like little things that SWAT people in that show would, a real SWAT people would never do, but they have to keep it in because it looks sexy. Yeah. No, my my cousin uh, is in a SWAT out in Gardena. Yeah. And like he, he you can't watch like a, a movie with him. Like yeah. just because he goes like, you're sitting there and you just hear, that's wrong. 
Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> you can tell him that's yeah. claimable. That's yeah. PTSD. That, yeah. is a, that is a version of PTSD. <laughs> and you can get money for that because that's not normal when you do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's my experience with that. Oh, man. Xanthi. Uh, like, I mean, uh, okay, you already mentioned like the logos look wrong, mm-hmm. like some of the procedures or anything. Any other pet peeves that. Um, I think that's the main one. Like, I'm I'm very understanding when it comes to like the ignorance of what the Air Force really is. Like, mm-hmm. number one question is always, "Oh, do you fly planes?" It's like, no, twenty percent of the Air Force are pilots, and I've never even been on a plane. Right. So much of it has to be support staff to just mm-hmm. get those things in the air. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, like as far as like pet peeves, it's mostly. Oh, and of course, like people assuming that you're some kind of murderer just because you're in the military. Which, Damn hippies. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, I used to live in San Francisco, so I heard oh. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, I actually had an experience too on um, when I was posting the campaign everywhere and I posted it on the CalArts alumni page, mm-hmm. which um, like if you know CalArts, it's extremely... The, it's an it's art li- school, so <laughs> yes. it's super liberal. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> which um, I don't know why it surprised me because I felt like CalArts is such an inclusive place. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I posted this, this guy um, just like started like all caps, like telling me the F off and everything. And I'm like, I didn't say anything political or what. Mm-hmm. And, so I wanted to like meet with him because we had mutual friends on Facebook and right. I was like, let's talk about this because it's very rare that I meet someone like this. Mm-hmm. And so we scheduled to meet up and at the very last minute he messages me and like, I'm sorry, I can't meet with a murderer. Have a good life. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Which is, it makes me sad because it's like, it's like, Okay, I can understand there's extremes. Of course, there's people yeah. in the military who are, like, pretty, like, intense, and that's true for civilians, too. But I feel like this is the root of the problem of our country right now, mm-hmm. the world, like, not coming together and seeing past, like, these images. It's like yeah, everyone here was, like, there to, to do a service. It wasn't to murder anyone mm-hmm. right and I, I think a, a show like yours could help people understand that like yo i know they're trained for this specific purpose but they are still people mm-hmm. you know and they have to go through this just to for us to be able to live the life we live yeah and like especially a lot of people who join the military are just straight out of high school yeah and they're, they're kids basically yeah absolutely oh, wow um blue any any pet peeves that that struck you when you see something in a movie or a TV show? Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't think I really have any pet peeves just because I'm so damn chill. I just say, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all it's all through my life, but I do notice that I notice when like um, just something about the uniform, like regs or like. Uh, like the actual location, like the 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 feeling of it. If it's not in a film, I'm like, that wasn't really Afghanistan. <laughs> you wasn't really at a barracks. <laughs> like, I could see it. <laughs> so, oh, that's just the Coachella Valley. That's not Afghanistan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because there, there's specificities out there that you can't get until you like go. 
Right, and I bet 90% of film sets have no veterans on it, so mm-hmm. there's no one to spot that. Yeah, because yeah. I've been on, I've, I did an AFI film before, <laughs> and there was so much uniform discrepancies in that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm going to keep my uniform right, but chunk. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't I, have all day to fix yours. There, which was cr- what's crazy. There was an advisor there. Oh. <laughs> what? But they didn't. Here's what's crazy about this set. It wasn't a military advisor. It was just like somebody who's really good at wardrobe. So they oh. should just oh. know all of it. Oh. Right. How does that guy get the job and not like an actual, I don't actual know. somebody with experience? I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, I didn't want to say nothing. though. <laughs> 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 Oh, I wish to... Jason was there. <laughs> be like, Jason be like, hey, buddy, we got to have a chat. <laughs> All that's what we're trying to change, right, with, you know, shows like this and mm-hmm. being more exactly. exclusive, you know. Like, I want to raise my son to watch the TV and to see images like him and his cousins and his friends. And uh, we have a long way to go, but at least we're taking baby steps, man. Like, Yeah, you're in you're in the, the fight right now. Yeah. yeah. It is. And it's a pep even mine when... Like I did a USO commercial and uh, it was three Marines actors, but the lead wasn't a Marine. <laughs> oh. And it was a white dude with blue eyes. And then me, I was the background actor, actual Marine. And then the Latino actor, actual Marine. And then they put him in a bad spot because the lead actor didn't know how to, f- he didn't know formation. He didn't know how to point his rifle. Oh, he didn't oh. Eat, like <laughs> simple things. And uh, the assistant director kept correcting him and me and the other maroon just looking at each other like you know yeah go figure you, you know like, hey I mean? at what point can we wrestle him for the spot can we just <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, it was funny because they're like the lead you know like you hear him chattering like oh how come this guy doesn't know i thought he was in the military but he was a marine his very marine specific scene oh. he's like well we can't replace him now he needs to be white he has to be white, you know, and I'm just like, no, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, USO. I still love you at the airport. It's a, it's a great Yo, experience. They be holding shit down, though. Dude, I'm going to lie. Lazy boy sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yo, love they the hold stuff down. Man, I love it. But that's yeah, that was another pet peeve. It's just like, dude, just cast for real, you know? Like, yeah. But anyways. Just get the actual face of the military. It doesn't have to be this image from, like, 1950. Yeah. When, you know, by default, everyone was white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, is there any, I know we've been ragging on Hollywood now, but, like, is there anything they've gotten right? Have they gotten right? <laughs> Shortest uh, conversation on the show. No, I, was watching, I was watching the highlights on the Emmys, and Sandra Oh is the first female, or probably first lead actor slash actress to ever be nominated, and which is great. But you then you think it's 2018, yeah, <laughs> and it's like before her, zero Asian actors have been nominated to to be a lead on anything, and Sandra Oh is the first. So I guess. They got it right, finally, you know, like, <laughs> shout out to Aziz, you know, he's doing great stuff with his work. Right. And, um, you know, Crazy Rich Asians, that made a big, a big, uh, some noise when it came out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John Cho. He's like my ambassador, man. Like, <laughs> dude, he went from MILF to just his longevity in that kind of career is Watch searching, folks. Oh, it's yeah. out right now. Yeah, I saw it. So <laughs> you know, and not only just Asians, just all like LGBT. Like, I have my best friends are in that community, and 
you know, the stuff that they go through is like, oh man, you know, my, my sister's half black, half Filipino and growing up with her, like everyone thought that we were always a couple and it was so <laughs> annoying and every dude happens today, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, cause she has two sons and they're light skinned and then like, oh, are these your kids? I'm like, no man, no. it's my sister. And every time it's like, they look at me like, explain that yeah, I, I, noticed, I, still, I don't have to explain yeah that. i notice like people still like kind of freak out when like things don't exactly match up like that's not a possibility yeah. to them for some reason it's very strange it's, um, it's crazy yeah and it's just like is it the coast is it just because we're on the coast is it west thing <laughs> like is it yeah like what is this but again shows like yours could definitely bring light to that type of situation um oh, let's get into the show uh the specifics of it so I, I think we got off track but like <laughs> how, how how did the show come about like come about so you in- so you like did you have the idea for it when you were in the, in the military already or was it oh no i actually it was after yeah because um when i got out of the military this is pre or post mcrib this is um pre pre okay <laughs> so <laughs> i like how that's Time a frame. thing okay. like yeah. that's but, a, um, hey that's a big deal all right <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I can say this right now, but if I had to use the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. It's just uh, down the hall. <laughs> okay. No, we'll, we'll keep it going. Don't worry. Okay. okay. But, but uh, um, yeah, so um, when I got out of the military, weirdly enough, I separated my military history with my art school. I don't know why I like compartmentalize it like that, but. I don't think that would be that uncommon. Those are two very different ways of life so yeah yeah but then um yeah so i got to cal arts and that's when i started getting into screenwriting and filmmaking so i was Mm -hmm. like what's uh, important to me that i'd like to show so that was like the very first seed of it starting okay so that's the scene of it and then um again post-military pre-mcrib like (laughs) is that when the ball gets rolling on it or like yeah so i started writing it and Mm -hmm. then I actually wanted to do it for my thesis, but I realized I needed, I wanted more time to shoot a longer season and not just have it be a school thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I started writing in 2014. Okay. And it's just been ongoing and we've shot like, um, like we have four episodes and then we're trying to shoot nine. Are they um, like half hour, like sitcom length or is it like kind of shorter episode mm. for the web? Oh yeah. It's like shorter web series. So okay. like five to six minutes each. Okay, mm-hmm. but they're not available yet. No, they're in the game still. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, and then uh, yeah, Berto's been crowd pushing for you guys on social media and all that. So, um, thank you, Berto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so uh, where's the sh- where's the show at now in terms of production? Like, what does mm-hmm. this need to get going? Okay, so we just uh, raised money for the campaign through mm-hmm. Seed and Spark, mm-hmm. and basically it's um, like. I don't really have an exact time frame right now because recently I had some medical problems come up. So that's kind of like I might have surgery kind of a deal. So it's been kind of halting everything. And then I'm also starting at school but for my master's in January. Oh, wow. Oh, you're busy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I uh, like I don't want to do it while I'm at school because they'll, they'll own the rights to it. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did go to art school for a bit also. So, yeah, if you go to any art school, yeah, your thesis is automatically part of their library. Yeah. yeah it's a weird thing that art schools do. They just say, like, mm-hmm. 
well, we helped you produce it technically. So. Yeah, so it's like you yeah. have to find some like break time in between there. Right. Oh, uh, okay. But they don't have any ownership on this right now, so you're, no, you're in the clear. Okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> but uh, okay, so um, you have some episodes shot. Yeah, you completed the funding. W- when is the? When is it going to come out? When can we? see this thing yeah that's the thing i'm not sure yet until i start school mm-hmm. and then see what a definite time frame would be okay so like i want i yeah because i don't want to say i'm really not sure yet right everything happening okay but it, it's gonna happen okay well okay back to uh, your cast here so when you saw them like what made you think that they were right for the show Okay, so for them because we brought it up like you're good at auditioning so like what was it about jason mm-hmm. and blue here that struck okay. you let's see so when i <laughs> was thinking so i auditioned blue first because the i auditioned senior and bates it's like one of the the main leads um so there was a group of all veterans of course who came in and but there was just something that struck me about blue that he was so like if you like I bet like even sitting with Blue now he has this kind of charisma mm-hmm. of like what I saw in the character of being very like funny but also like charming so and then Blue himself was very easy to work with and very like positive vibes so I was like it it was an easy decision really I've been lucky that like the cast was every one of them that I cast were like okay that's them I already okay. know that's them Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jason, um, tell us a little bit about your character. Well, I shot one episode with them, and it's, from what I've read and what I've gathered and registered about this guy, it's the same, kind of like Lieutenant Barlin in Marine Corps, but not as, like, what's the word, uh, high-strung, you know? Is, uh, is the character not an officer, or it, the character is an officer? The character is an lieutenant, officer, uh-huh. uh, second lieutenant, I believe, in the Air Force, and then he he runs a small unit, and there's this junior enlisted person who has a crush on my character, and I'm just now realizing, like, huh, like <laughs> what, <laughs> like, and I'm like, nah, it can't be, and and then, you know, I kind of leave it alone, and it's like a will they won't they kind of a game uh, not a game but like uh i won't even say level fair but like well, are they gonna get together or not are they gonna, right are you gonna cross that boundary you know it's a million dollar question in in the military i've seen a lot is does love prevail because mm-hmm. it will cost you your career in in the marines i could say like you if you love this person so much then you're willing to lose your job you're willing to get kicked out of the Marines, lose your benefits, and then you go live your life happily ever after. Is it wow. worth it to you? So it could potentially lead to that with this character and the other uh, lead actress who plays that role, which would be interesting to see where Xanthi takes that, cause, mm-hmm. or not, you know? Will they or won't they? Because there's a lot of sacrifice involved when you cross that line in the military. Like, not just you lose your job, you face jail time. You know what I mean? Oh, whoa, jail time. Whoa. <laughs> yep. Yeah, really? it's fraternization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, but you guys just said everyone's like fucking on their downtime. Like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you go to jail? Wow, that it's is. Just, <laughs> it's like civilian court. You, it depends on the judge. Is it called they, Captain Mask with y'all? Yeah. What, okay. So how they judge you and the offense and your priors and you know all that stuff they'll look at. So say these characters get put on court martial, they're like, hmm, 
okay, Lieutenant Honors, he's been good, but he's still fucking, a, you know, enlisted person. Yeah. And it's like the judge and the jury will just decide what their punishment is, and more often than not, it involves jail time. Holy uh, shit. Because that's just how they roll in the military, man. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, well, how much jail time could you possibly get for something like that? Uh, I've... You know, it's crazy because you go to the brig, which is the jail. Okay. You could probably probably two, three years just for banging someone you're not supposed to bang. Oh, my uh, God. And they make you do hardship duties, and they take away your pay, and they make you, like, go dig holes and make license plates. Like, it <laughs> is bad. Put no restriction. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so that kind hardcore. of explains why everything's off base, like, when yeah. they're going out oh, all yeah. the time. Oh. That's why I was saying, man. I'm like, no, oh don't touch me. God. It's like little kids now, like, get away from me. <laughs> Holy shit. I've been to Captain Mass before. <laughs> oh what wait what <laughs> this charismatic guy <laughs> once again why are we not leading with this yeah okay okay dude are you I allowed had to a talk hard about that? life growing up and something from my past life happened so in the hood y'all heard well, i was from chicago right mm-hmm. no i'm just playing all right so <laughs> no but a little bit of that is the reason why i went um you know had to survive I stole something from a store, got tackled by the store owner or the manager, whoever the hell it uh-huh. was, went to captain's mask, lost my rank. They reduced my pay half for a month. Oh, and it's when I was eating nothing. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't making nothing. I took nothing more away. <laughs> oh, whoa. And then it was for a certain time frame. So okay. that happened to me twice. But no jail time at least. Or... I was lucky enough not to go that far. Okay. I learned by that time before it got that far. Well, but... you, you got to E5, so you bounced back, obviously. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay, at least there's a happy ending to all that. There's a cool ending to it, but it, what he was just saying is real. I'm, I'm glad mine happened when I was, like, first got in. It was still more of, like, my civilian self there that's why you know like right. i had to yeah. do shit to survive where i'm from <laughs> so mm-hmm. um i was like well this is how you survive right and then the, the military's like no motherfucker <laughs> no <laughs> no okay well okay so um back to your character on the show like tell, tell us a little bit about that um so i i like my character a lot like he uh he reminds me of me a lot except for um He's he's more like gun ho than I was in the military. Mm-hmm. I was just like how I'm at this interview. That's why they were like, "Stop being just you, <laughs> like being the military you." <laughs> I'm like, ah, <laughs> this I came in. It's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> the recruiter messed up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's more gun ho, which is um, fun as an actor to kind of explore because mm-hmm. I wasn't that, and I knew I wasn't that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what does it feel like to be that? so a little bit of that and then like like she said earlier Xanthi said earlier um, he's gay as well so that's another aspect of like my acting side I like it to like, like what's, what, let's yeah, see, you what's get up to flex here? some different muscles you know what here, I'm yeah. saying so that that's really cool but um, some things that I know well, well I feel like we're relatable at is um, I feel like Bo Bates is somebody who's like yo I, I'm here and I'm gonna do this to my to my best ability i'm gonna do it all and i'm gonna be committed to it and another side of him that i like is like he's very 
he like he likes uh the humanity of things it's okay he's not like i'm not about to put up with your shit because of no i don't care your rank if you treat that person wrong i'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. so me I, I i don't know how i'm 85 um but i used to get yelled at for being too nice essentially Oh, okay. <laughs> like I would just be like, I don't care what whoever said whatever, but if God, y'all work no hard, pleasing the military. <laughs> you know, if you if you work hard, we gonna play hard. That's what that was like my little slogan mm-hmm. eventually. So anybody who worked with me, they're like, hey man, hey, I know they said we gotta work twelve to fourteen hours today, but if you work with Blue, you probably work like eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't like. If, if if somebody comes in and get the job done, like just give them the rest of the day off. If we work fourteen hours a day in a hundred and twenty degree weather, <laughs> right? It just made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense to constantly punish everyone. <laughs> you know, I was like, no. So Bo Bates, he has that like, I'm not gonna let everybody else just suffer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something. There's, there's more compassion there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's a compassionate person, and you know, he probably like he probably mouths off a little bit more than I would. Though. <laughs> so I like that too. <laughs> Get to kind of relive, like kind of live out this fantasy you had. Like I would have said this. Man, that yeah, <laughs> that that right there. <laughs> I would have told that captain, shut the. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, Xanthi, what's the what's the actual format of the show? Does it follow like just one main character? Does it kind of like more of an anthology type of thing? Like, how's it how does it, how's it set up? Yeah, it's uh, it follows different characters on different episodes. So, okay. like for one, um, for Blue, one of Blue's episodes, it's uh, when he's on leave with his boyfriend and mm-hmm. kind of like the dynamic of a civilian dating an active duty member. And um, uh, with Jason's episode, it's like, yeah, the officer enlisted kind of forbidden relationships. So it's like all kind of they all come together, but they're all separate stories. Oh, that's cool. So everyone get, kind of gets like the their chance in the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's been like super cool working with everyone because they all brought like their own like they made the characters so like enriching to what I originally had the idea, which um again comes in when I'm casting people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to um like what I don't remember what word you bark at them <laughs> because uh I, like I love actors and they what they do is like so vulnerable and it's a gift and so I was like really um like I feel really grateful and you know what they for what they do and how hard they work even like with Jason when he was auditioning um there was like some other actors who were auditioning for his role and I was really rooting for him because I was like I need a Filipino actor <laughs> <laughs> I would have been right there with you but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but actually when like he auditioned he was like perfect like for that role so I was like oh it so works out. Oh, he's like, in. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please don't suck. Basically. Please don't suck. Basically. He's okay. He's, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, does it, um, so it'll all like tie together at the end? Or again, you don't have to give away everything, mm-hmm. but does it look like uh, one of those like, um, those single cam comedies like the like Parks and Rec or something? Yeah, like not so much the documentary style, right. but um, definitely single camera just kind of deal. Happening. Right, it's not going to be like a sitcom where there's an audience and a laugh track. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not the vibe. Got it, okay. And was it, uh, then you said it's a comedy drama or is it 
How's it going to lean more? Yeah. Um, some episodes lean more comedy, some more drama. Like <laughs> there is a it's life. Yeah, life. pretty much. <laughs> like, uh, so it's kind of, yeah, it isn't like, I don't know. It's definitely not a sitcom where you, you could sit down and be like, ha ha. Because some episodes are pretty dark. So oh, goes okay. places. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. I think that's what people need to see. People need to see like every side of life on the in a military base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what What's your ultimate goal for the show? Um, to show the diversity of veterans and mm-hmm. that they're just like everyone else. Like, cause that's the biggest problem again, like have to rag on Hollywood again. Please but, do. Go ahead. <laughs> but they show only a one sided, like picture of who veterans are. And it's always a PTSD war, you know, tiptoeing around these people or their victims and so it's like of course those stories are important and they're they're true but it's also creating a stereotype to where civilians are looking at us a certain way which yeah, is not yeah they accurate. don't see you as people you're just damaged exactly we're either like superheroes or damaged oh what no i i think uh i think stories like that need to be told um just like i think any you know civilian story has to be told i think this is like a a really ambitious and like important project that you're pulling off here i I really like the idea i hope it really does well um it is the goal eventually like a netflix thing or a oh Oh, yeah is it like uncensored or is it like how like what audience is it aimed at here is it I mean, it covers some kind of more adult topics, okay. so I wouldn't say it's for your nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, def- not for the family. Like, yeah, yeah, but not the, a yeah. family show. Once the kids are asleep, yeah. then. But oh, okay. ultimately, it would be amazing to have like a half hour on the network. That would be the goal. Oh, okay. No, again, I wish nothing but the best. I, I love the idea. I hope you guys... Um, I, I mean, I'm personally excited to see it now after getting to know you. Um, I'm hoping some of your personality gets put into the show more because some of these stories are hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you said like, you know, it's like college, but there's intense training at the beginning of the day. Like, okay, that that put everything together for me. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for doing this. This was a ton of fun. Uh, Xanthi, if you want to lead off the plugs here, where can they find you and all the, all the stuff related to Airmen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, our website is airmentv.com. That's A-I-R-M-E-N-T-V.com. And we're, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, and um, Facebook is Airman TV, and Instagram is Airman Web Series. Awesome. Uh, Blue, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Blue ENT Family. No E on Blue, B-L-U-E-N-T Family. Um. Yeah, that's where I that's where I hang out mostly right now. <laughs> nice. And Jason, where can I find you? I'm so bad. I don't. Really <laughs> Come on, Jason. Oh man, I did make I did make a soft porn my freshman year. In college. That's you know on YouTube. What? Wait, you no, see. we're finding that. Everyone, go look that up right now. If you want to see 18 year old Jason naked with underwear? Freshman year at college, it's on YouTube. A, a picture of me without you, and that's probably the best social media you'll get. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not. It's a private account with my kid, boring stuff. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Berto, thank you for, again, connecting everyone here. Do you have anything to plug? 
Uh, always got a few things. Uh, obviously, Chris Wolf's Patreon, patreon.com slash Wolf in Japan. Now, oh, shout out to Chris <clears throat> Wolf. Yeah. Um, Room to Improv. It's an Asian American improvisational comedy troupe with shows every first Friday of the month at the Secret Rose in North Hollywood. Next one is on October 5th. And previous geek offensive guest Earl Balon from Shadow of the Tomb Raider is on the cast. And lastly, this one's Airman uh, related. The Seagrisham Center for the Arts is holding an event called uh, The Center Salutes the Troops on Sunday, November 11th at 1045, uh, celebrating both veterans and active duty. Um, there's performances by the Darden Sisters and the Mudbug Band, and the Airman cast will have a presence there. Ooh, okay. Virto's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JPG, anything to plug? Uh, no, just like the Geek Say What Network on Facebook and Instagram. Um, just generally support us so I can start doing this full-time, please. Yes, and we can keep bringing you awesome guests like these people. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, I, he, he just reminded me, Patreon, there's one that I'm a part of. I would love for people to check it out. It's called oh, sure. Thank what is God it? It's Funny. It's comedy-based, but it's to basically uh, help artists perform. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive has its own social media with the handle at Geek Offensive on Instagram and on Facebook. You can just find us at Geek Offensive. Um, we're, as Jason stated already, we're part of the Geek Say What Network. Uh, we have currently three shows out, three other shows. No, no, no. We throw shows out now, one coming soon, and another one sometime after that yeah that's right so, okay yeah so we we have ready set geek we have geek ko and of course geek offensive uh up on uh, up on our website and on apple podcasts and on uh, google, play, google music. play music uh and hopefully within the next few weeks we'll have diverse geeks in focus released mm-hmm. uh, that's putting a lens on marginalized issues in geek culture and then uh hopefully in november i think november is going to be my release time but then that that's when my personal podcast comes out uh, okay so that'll be a and that one's top secret for now. Well, no, I can I can mention it okay. now. Yeah, so that's called RP Geek Allegories. We use tabletop role playing games and um and like you know we rip stuff from the headlines in order to talk about uh, what's important to us uh, like socially and culturally through like a, a pretty safe lens. All right, uh, and shout out to our associate producers Wayland Productions for providing the space for us, letting us use their equipment. Um, you can find them at uh, Wayland.ws, and please check out their uh, uh, latest audio drama "We're Live Frontier," which you can find on Alpha. Next shout out goes to our apparel sponsor JordanDene.com. That's Jordan D E N E dot com. Jordan is a uh, hosts a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco friendly, helps you look nerdy, and if you shop with the promo code, uh, excuse me, pro- shop with the promo code Geek Say What, you get twenty percent off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. Lastly, big thank you to Marley Rosner who does all the original music for the network. Um, you can find him teaching at cal state fullerton because he's a teacher there so go sign up for his class for winter intercession or next semester or whatever he plans on doing and might as well get him on right my professor too um and uh, i believe that's it folks thank you so much for doing the show this was a ton of fun airman tv.com go check them out um once the 
once the show debuts, let us know. We'll blast it on our social media and throw it all the support we can. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Man. Yeah, thank absolutely. y'all. This was, Appreciate this. This was fantastic. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Bye.